Look, for the last time, that creature's out there. And the reason I'm telling you is he's starting to tamper with one of the engines. did you get in here? This is Domestic Edition, the ongoing affront to legitimate news discussion and discussion of other shit, as uh, you'll find out. Um, I am your host, Casey Davis. Uh, with me, as always, is Theron Parham. Hello! And producer, producer Anonymous Mike. Hello. Um, you guys know the big story. It's the only fucking story there is. It's the story that never fucking ends. It goes on and on and on. It's this Kavanaugh bullshit. I, I mean, I know exactly how Theron feels about it. Uh, I know exactly how fucking Mike feels about it. Uh, I mean, we, I, I, I venture to say I know how you feel about it at home. If you aren't fucking sick of it, I don't... Uh, if, if, if you live and breathe this shit, then um, I, we are a different wing of fucking news fan uh, because <laughs> I, I've about had it with this ridiculous soap opera... Um, sex fair, sex, media sex fair bullshit, uh, uh, I remember when it was the Tea Party fighting the progressives, and we were talking about policy and budgets and shit back in the day, and that was my, that was what got me into all this, and what I like about it, and now we have, you know, the pussy grabber in chief, and, uh, and every single person that he tries to appoint to anything turns out to be some kind of creep, and, uh... <clears throat> I guess I decided to start this podcast with a rant, and uh, I'm, I and I will finally ask that question. How do you feel about the news this week, Theron? Oh, I mean, you basically summed it up. It's been all Kavanaugh all the time. We've had some other interesting stories, a big New York Times piece yep. that came out last night, eight pages long in the paper. It took so them months and months to work on about Trump's tax history. <laughs> Real fucking journalism, man. Uh, and basically, um, his father and his family, and how Trump actually got all of his money. He goes upon the. Uh, he goes with the famous. Uh, I had a one million dollar loan, and I turned it into ten million dollars. We all assumed he was full of shit, but yeah, it's been confirmed he's actually full of shit. We his, have the numbers. We have the tax. His dad loans. helped him out a lot. Um, a lot of it was through. Uh, maybe illegal or actually totally illegal tax schemes and different schemes of moving one bucket to one moving money from one bucket into another bucket that netted him money um but yeah it was all a sham we all knew it all along do you know why you don't care do you know why you don't actually care and we I'm, already knew it well no 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 um I, and this applies to the wider uh, uh set of american voters who do not care it's because there are a ton of ways to do it legally that rich people do every day. Yeah. And the difference between what he does and what rich people, like the, the other rich people do that do it legally, is what lawyers they hire that tell them to do, like how much they pay yeah. for lawyers and, and what they tell them to do with and, their money. Yeah. And, and to his credit, I mean, off of all of that hundreds of millions of dollars of wealth that he siphoned off his father... He was able to build this brand of I am a self-made billionaire, <laughs> I am a genius, even though, you know, a lot of his enterprises went bankrupt again and again, and then 
they would pull some shifty deal with their dad's money, and it would be fixed. Bunch of nonsense. And it's, I'm not going to get into all the technicalities of it because it would be boring. It's like, it took me an hour and a half to read the goddamn story. I mean, it's... Okay. It's a great Actually, read, let's compare way. let's compare this story to another story that happened recently. And uh, that was uh, Elon Musk. Oh boy. Um he was partying. Let me kill myself. <laughs> I hate fucking Elon. Crazy Musk. rich guy news is news now, Theron. It's it's more consequential than fucking Supreme Court hearings. You're probably uh, right. That's what's fucking. But uh, yeah, this guy's partying with you know famous musicians and his uh, model girlfriend or whatever. And, Grimes. Uh, I don't know who she is. I just know. Her I, name I, she, I like I listen to her. She's good. And uh, and cool. you know, he's shooting his you know flambe uh, flamethrower up into <laughs> the air and uh, riding rockets around. I don't know what he does to party and obviously lots of cocaine. Yes. And uh, he. He got on the Twitter. Yes. And he, he he tweeted some nonsense about how he was gonna buy the company and uh, go private, and and how he had the money uh, supposedly, uh, according to his rough figures right then and there. And he like inflated their what he so it was four twenty dollars. Their four hundred twenty dollars per share. You know, because he's trying to be like. Well, he just found out about 420 is a pot joke. Because he was on the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. And they talked about the weed. Smoked weed together. Yeah, so he he just found out about weed. And so he's he's joking about weed on on Twitter, and when this crazy rich guy jokes about weed, he jokes about buying back his company (laughs) at 420 a share or whatever. And uh, the SEC. Um, instead of going after people like Trump, instead of going after people who do the legal shit, quote-unquote legal shit, uh, that Trump is basically doing, but it's legal because they have good enough lawyers to tell them what to do. Right. Instead of going after those people, um, our SEC goes after this crazy rich guy who tweeted a thing, and, uh, and the way it pans out is they just, like, extort him into giving them some stuff or something and quitting one of his jobs. Yeah, he's down as chairman of the board. <gasps> and for X amount of years. Yeah. yeah. Like so, and it's, like, completely arbitrary bullshit, and it makes, and, like, what did he do? How, how did they figure out the punishment? It's all nonsense. But, like, that's, that is American governance. That is America, the American regulatory regime. Instead of going after these absolute skis balls that just push piles of money around to keep making money infinitely off of the money that their parents made, um, we go after people who are actually making money themselves, like, you know, this uh, th- uh, Elon Musk fella. Who would be president eventually if he were Was born here. Yeah, yeah. I would vote for him in a heartbeat. And yeah, that's uh, you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd vote for Macron too. I'd vote for him against Trump. Yeah, well. that's about it. And uh, so that—that's that, why the Amer- the average American doesn't care about what Trump has done. That seems so terrible, uh, because our regulatory regime makes no fucking sense. I don't think that's why people don't care about Trump's nefarious weakness and. Schemes. I think so. it, I because think they're racists. <laughs> Well, and, and, and really, you think the driving fancy, force of their racist is bigger than every single time I look at what my government does? It is completely ineffectual bullshit. No, I think it is. <laughs> I, I do disagree with you. I think it's because Trump tapped into the culture war. 
No, and yeah. He's their guy. And that's easy. Made it happen. Yeah. I, I mean, listen. No, I no, no. Don't that's, think it's I'm, talking, I'm talking I'm about why it, Americans don't care, not right. why the 30% that like really yeah. actually love him. And I'm talking about Americans right now. Americans don't care about the regulations on some fucking industry. No, that it exactly. They don't, don't care. They don't care. They don't care. And so, and but so that doesn't enter into the equation for the average American voter. The average American is not like there's too many regulations on big no, banks no, no. and such and such. No, the, like, what I'm talking so about is the, <laughs> the average American voter sees the SEC go after. You know uh, this crazy rich guy that we like for bullshit gives tweets. A shit about that. No, 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 no. The, this crazy rich guy that we read about in celebrity magazines, the SEC goes after him for a tweet, and they don't go after anybody that I hate for being a rich scumbag <laughs> all the goddamn time. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So I mean, America is a perfect example of regulatory capture. Most of our top uh, regulatory agencies are staffed by people who. Once they're done with that term, they will go back to the industry that they're supposed to yes. regulate. Especially nowadays, you know, we have people who represent oil companies now, quote unquote, regulating the oil yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> although that's exactly what happened under, you know, the Democrat that we elected last time. I, so. I, I think um, a bit, another part of the problem is that the, Casey's going to love this. Uh, the IRS is just so massively underfunded and understaffed. <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> they, they can't. They can't go after anybody. I mean, it's it's legitimately. They 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 don't. It's it's really that's what tough they get for going after the Tea Party. That's what that's what was emphasized a lot in that New York Times piece. Is was like there was all this blatant shit that Trump and his siblings were doing, but nobody had time to look at it. They just don't go at it unless it's like. And very easy man. And, and, and white-collar crime, like tax evasion, is extremely hard to prosecute because, generally speaking, you have to prove intent, which is, it's very easy for a rich guy to just say, oh, my cronies didn't file the paperwork right. Yeah. And unless there's a paper trail of, like, Donald Trump sent an email saying, I do not want to pay taxes. How can I avoid it at any cost? You can't prosecute him for it. He's like, my, my guy just made a mistake, and I made $10 million. See, and right. I mean, it's just a mistake. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> I guess this is, it's unfair that this is my solution, maybe? I don't know. But my solution to all this is... Abolish taxes? Um, no. My, my, my solution to all this is you shouldn't have a system so complex that you can't regulate it. Well, I mean, well, I think economic systems... No, no, like you should not have a regulatory regime where they can just say, oh, well, I didn't know about the papers. Well, and, and <laughs> that would, I mean... You should not have that regime to begin with. I think with. a simpler different tax laws. code is something that every politician talks yes. about. Yeah, yeah. But well, when they, and they specifically make it, uh, uh, you know, impossible to, you know, talk about so that they, of, they can make money off it. Because all of their donors and themselves. Well, yeah, and it's all... Every one of those loopholes is there Gosh, because there's a constituency okay. so, for it. There is, and in many cases, a constituent yes. for it. So we should burn down the Fed, right? The Fed? The Fed <laughs> has nothing to do with this. The Fed doesn't regulate the... Doesn't regulate well, anything. That's what the solution is on all the libertarian blogs I follow. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> if we just went back to the gold standard, every problem in the world would be solved. Of course. There are... Jesus. There are... I'm going full chapo here, but there are guys who, like Trump, who make a lot more money off of our system than they put in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and well, th th I mean, there are, there are guys like everyone who runs all our shit. Sure. Like, 
I mean, they're all the fucking same. The, the regulatory system obviously needs an overhaul, but that takes money. And right now, the government really isn't in the in, in isn't in the business of spending money to do a good job. No, it, it's our it only spends become, money to waste it. It's been it's it's a redistributive to apparatus, but it's it's caught in the regulatory capture and crony capitalism, and so a lot of the money just goes to whatever def- defense contractor gets paid twenty million dollars to serve a shitty buffet at you know the the barracks in. You know, bumfuckistan. Afghanistan, right. wherever the fuck we are, yeah. Right, or Blood l- locally, yeah. I mean, it, it, and yeah, the wars have siphoned off about three or four trillion dollars of American wealth that could have been used on, like, Americans and not blowing up brown people. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're going to stop that. No. No, we're, we're just going to spend ourselves in the into oblivion. We're going to spend this bullshit empire into oblivion. Thank God for it. Now, um, I think we've uh, talked about this regulatory stuff that we actually don't... We should probably study up on a little bit more the next time we bring it up. It was fun. I like how we skipped right over the Kavanaugh stuff. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. anybody who's listening to this podcast is following that already Mm -hmm. and has a formulated opinion on Mm -hmm. it. They know exactly what they feel about it. Everyone does. Listen, guys, next time we can... I'm totally down for a policy discussion when the news is stuck on some stupid bullshit. Well, I remember last year we talked about policy quite a bit. Yes. Um, We were into National Review and Box.com articles Mm -hmm. and, like, sussing out politics. This year is is the second year, so it's a fucking election year. Right. And Congress doesn't really do anything. No. And it's just all fucking the same old cultural war Bullshit. bullshit that... We have been over again and again in this podcast. How many? We've already talked about it today. How Trump mm-hmm. fucking won. It's all we talk about. It's what everything is reduced down to is trying to explain what's happening. Theron, um, I'm so hard right now. Just like watching you go. On I'm using my hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. There's a lot of gesticulation. I'm incredibly turned on. Because um, this is where um, I've been for a long time. (laughs) Because uh, um, yeah, nothing nothing matters. We are talking about utter bullshit all the time, and 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 I don't want to repeat what you just said because you put it better than than I could just uh, try to say it right now. I mean, if we want to have a brief policy discussion, the, the NAFTA replacement is a legitimate policy discussion to have. Well, yeah, I thought we didn't do international anymore. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, it's a very dark no, it's domestic, domestic crisis. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, Mexico and Canada are basically part of us. Yes, yeah, so, uh, maybe the USM U.S. the United States Mexico Canada Agreement, the USMCA. <laughs> Why couldn't we have just renamed NAFTA and, Mc- and made the T Mecca made the T stand for Trump, Trump. Ooh. Mm. and then. Like just a big golden tea in there. We would have been good. Yes. Because he would have been like, ha ha. <laughs> no, it would have been lovely, but uh, I mean, he just had to have his way. So that the changes are in general more of what Americans want, even when the things that Americans yeah. want are dumb. So um, no, you, wait, 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 wait. No, that good. makes him a good president still. Ah, uh, no, serving the Americans' interests makes him a good president. He did, he did a good job Come of the down deal. there, Casey. He did a good job I, of the it's deal. Just, it's just hilarious when he does it. 
<laughs> yeah, every once in a while, he, he you know, uh, even a unions like right it. twice a day. Unions like it because it's supposed to raise the minimum wage for a lot of production in Mexico to $16, which would generally mean they'll just do less producing in Mexico and do it here because you can get an American worker for $16. The only reason that we like my company that I don't mind fucking trashing now because they're ditching me. Um, but yeah, our manufacturing is in Tijuana because we can pay them $2 an hour. Right. And so if we have to pay them $16 an hour, then there is no incentive There's no for savings. my company to outsource. That's really great. Yeah. That's a, and that's great for Mexicans. And so right now, 60% of parts in automobiles that are manufactured in the NAFTA union, or whatever we're going to call this, North America, um, have to be from North America. Now it's 75%. Um, Canadians can buy American milk, which is hilarious because we have such an oversupply of dairy right now that one of the things the EPA takes care of is destroying milk in a way that is environmentally friendly. Which, that's the stuff we used to mock Europe for. And like, ah, we don't do that in America. Oh, wait, no, we, do. we do. So now I don't... And meanwhile, be... starving children in Africa, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You'll be able to get cheddar in Quebec. Well, yeah, but if you cheaper. ship that stuff over there and wreck their local economy by distributing that free shit, they, they don't can't have make a local it economy. Because we destroyed it by giving them anyway, lots of free shoes and shirts. I didn't mean to destroy it. <laughs> and then finally, the, the, the last thing is uh, Canada has adopted our absolutely insane copyright laws. Um, oh, boy. Including on medicine. So their, their ability to make generic versions of American drugs will be greatly curtailed. And also, I mean, Hollywood and Big Pharma are the people who like this because, you know, respecting copyright law means... They make Hollywood will make more money. Pharmaceutical companies will be able to sell to Canadians for twenty thousand. So, like and the slimiest people are winning. Lovely. And, and we have to put a a a big what if on there. Uh, first of all, Congress is going to look at this in uh, twenty nineteen and see if they want to approve it. Right. It has to be approved by our Congress, and there are many people in the Republican Party who are not amped on it. And obviously, everybody in the Democratic Party is just like, fuck anything Trump well, does. And, that's a- and then Mexico has a new government that's about to be installed, and who knows how they'll feel about it. Well, and that's that's actually something huge. So this is all... That it's like the North Korea thing, though. It's like, we, we, got we had a handshake, we had an... But... What's real? What is real? Well, and everybody forgets that um, matters of diplomacy treaties with foreign friggin' nations, you gotta have signed by goddamn Congress. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the beauty of our system, right? Well, and that is the beauty of our system. I mean, we had eight solid years of executive agreements, aggressive executive agreements under the previous administration. Like, like important shit mm-hmm. conducted on executive agreements that you could drop at, at a moment's notice. Uh, because they weren't ratified by Congress, and, and they uh, have been dropped. Yeah, and they have like, been dropped across the board. Exactly, exactly, exactly what we warned would happen, and uh, and and now you have this executive going around making dipshit executive agreements some more. You know, and I'm not even saying all of this stuff is bad. Like uh, peace with North Korea is good, right? Yeah, yeah of that's course. what we said we were going to get. And, it and turned you know, out to be bullshit. Mexicans get paid sixteen an hour. That's good. And, and so a lot of people are celebrating this, including some union people, and it's like. Wait, though. You have to wait. Right. Mm-hmm. Because... Because none of it's real. It's a, hand, it's a handshake right it's now. It's a handshake deal, and it's going to vanish just like everything. Because there are too many sideballs involved. Yeah. I, I think that this has a much stronger chance of 
staying around simply because Canada and Mexico need NAFTA. Yep. We are such a huge part of their economies. Um, a lot of the corn in Mexico comes from the United States. Um, a lot of the oil from Canada gets sold here. They both, their manufacturing sectors are dependent on exports to us. Mm -hmm. They need some kind of agreement so long as Trump continues to just hold the line. I mean, it's going it, to, it's the same policy with China and there, there is a, a merit to it in that it's going to hurt them worse than it's going to hurt us. Well, and, and that's actually what's really infuriating about when you get out your phone and you're scrolling through and you see the same bunch of cackling assholes at Bloomberg View every time, and they're not the guys at, at, uh, at uh, Business Week who uh, will point out otherwise. It's the dipshits at View um, who, oh, are just, who are just is... like every damn time. It's just like, oh, uh, Trump doesn't stand a chance of these negotiations. <laughs> and it's based entirely on them just, on them just wanting him to lose. Well, and, and it's idiotic. They, they have no basis to base any of this shit on. And when you listen to my career, we've got a good fucking hand. Well, they're based out of New York, and uh, their boss is Michael Bloomberg. They don't fucking like Trump. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, the guys at Business Work have the same fucking employment situation, but they can write about fucking money worth a damn. So part of it, too, here is that Trump is not directly involved in the negotiations. He no. set the parameters for Pompeo and the, and the State Department team. He did not set any parameters. Wait. He... No. He fundraises and talks a lot. Mm -hmm. That's he, his job. He his made a point administration that... Have, I'm sorry, I just have to... No. We all know that Trump doesn't give a shit about it. No, or but do he said anything or decide anything. He no. said we got to help the auto industry, we got to help farmers. Yeah, that's, he, that's the biggest directive. That's the he, biggest broad He didn't swaps. care to what degree yeah. or any kind of specific... Mm -mm. But he, that, he, he said, said score the point and get the headline. To, Give me the headline. Get, yep, give me the headline and give me something good to say at my rally. Give me something that lets me say that I fulfilled my promise yeah. to replace NAFTA. Although, yeah. once again, this all sounds... When you, when you actually come out and say it... Just, just, just unplug me. And when you actually come out and say it... Um, like, it just sounds like we're bitching about a normal politician. Right. Like, it, that's... Don't... Like... It, that's the a thing that we would say about almost any politician. It's it's just he's so egregious about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he. Yeah. No. There's a that, that's a really good point. And all the bullshit that all politicians do, which is give me something to give to my face. Mm -hmm. But that's I mean but Trump just is so he, he's a naked and obvious. He's a farce it. of it or a parody or something. Yeah. I mean you know. Democracy works best when the representatives are concerned about doing what their constituents want. Yeah. It's just that Trump is only concerned about that and lets all kinds of shit for the shadow constituents, i.e. Big Pharma and Hollywood getting their copyright. Well, you don't even have own, to accomp really accomplish anything. You just have to have that, that fucking headline. Well, and, and, and we're all so caught up in partisanship and the culture war at this point that and scoring it doesn't points. matter. Exactly. It's the points. headlines are points. The headlines are points. Yeah. That's how it is on the feed, is it not? The, Between the, us. The, the Republicans are excited that he got the trade deal. It's negli not negli negligibly, but it's not that different from NAFTA, but goddammit, it's a win for Trump. And that and and so Democrats are all skeptical of it because it's a win for because we automatically don't trust anything anything he does mm -hmm. right and both sides are right it's a political win for Trump and there are some things in there that are not necessarily to the benefit of the average American the average American is not going to get access to cheaper products mm -hmm. or something like that we're not going to get cheaper drugs no 
We're, but it could, you know. No, no, we could get from, some jobs out of it. We could get uh, maybe, this or that. This there, or are, that. there are some fall off effects. Yes, it's the big. The bottom line is, it's not a big deal for us. And it's all, and like I said earlier, it's all fucking fake until the fucking paper. Right. Until yes, it's all signed. Exactly. And we'll um, see if that happens. But we're about to go to a midterm, and he just got this handshake, and that's why he's promoting it. So. And that's why the congressional part is taking place. After the fucking I love this. <laughs> Do you know why I love this? Because um, we we just did a little bit of what is technically INTL International uh, in the middle of this show, but but it is with our neighbors. It's yes. it's here in North America. It's here in the no, New World, and and it's direct directly relevant to us business wise. We're talking about business, fellas, are we not? Yes. This is great. Yeah, none of us are business. It's real. I know, I know, and we have no idea what we're talking about. But this is we all. We got a media liberal hack. But this Whoa, is all fake just... news hack over here. Yeah, some uh, <laughs> a hack, a quack, and, uh, and some fucking loser. Some guy. <laughs> some yeah. guy. So, but um, th- this is just like talking about news over in uh, California, is it not? It's just like talking about news in in down in Texas, where you're talking about these big, uh, important neighbors of ours, you know, and 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 it is it's just interesting to to, to consider the differences and similarities. I enjoy that. I f- and and the, and the reason I, I try to put a, I'm kind of putting a bow on it is is I smell a break coming. There's yeah, a break coming. Yeah, we need coming. to move on to some things. And I I need to apologize to anonymous Mike for insulting his craft. <laughs> <laughs> With that, friends, uh, when we come back, things are going to get a little spooky in here. Alright, so we're back. We're in the middle of Spooktober. Um, if you've been in the uh, if you've been in the meme group, you know that I have made it extremely spooky of late. Um, God damn, you've been on those spooky memes. All the bones. <laughs> all the dudes. And so Mike sleeps during the day. And so what he does is he like presets Facebook to like post for him while he's sleeping on the hour. Every hour. To make sure you guys have the spooky content that I made you crave. <laughs> I and that. you know why he does that? It's because he's a fucking great god. <laughs> but so so an area that, that has come up in discussion recently that I am a, an admitted novice is uh, is scary movies. Mm. I've never I've never been a spooky horror buff. Spooky movies. Um, yes. And so uh, I know that several people with us here, including... Uh, a guest that Theron has invited with us, if you'd like yeah, to Yeah, uh, my lovely uh, patient wife. I really love Parham. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> That's the, she is apparently a horror movie buff. Uh, Theron knows the horror movies. Casey, not necessarily a buff. Believe it or not, I am here. Um, you've heard my cackling, but I've not really had too much to say. Like Mike, I'm not a horror movie fan, but here's my in, is uh, I was brought up uh, uh, down in Owen County, and 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 uh, I'd get dropped off at my cousin's house, uh, and my aunt Peggy, Kyle, uh, yeah, my cousin Kyle, member, uh, the 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 Kyle. the admin uh, and founder of Tech, uh, Kyle, you know and love him. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I would go over to to his place, and his mom loved horror movies and always had them going like sci-fi channel marathons that type of thing so i hated these things but they're always going and i always saw them and um and the ones that i liked 
were the ones that um, I didn't like demon stuff because <laughs> I was very religious. Demon shit is um, fucking scary, bro. Which I ain't afraid of demons anymore because the good Lord protects me because they ain't real. And, uh, and you know, his, you know, you know, the good Lord's truth is that they ain't real. But uh, the stuff that uh, I liked was the real elaborate movie monster prop stuff. You oh, know, yeah, that shit's fun. Like, like the moving parts and the rubber and, 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 and the blood flowing out the side. And, evil and you dead. know, the classic example is, is your Evil Dead or uh, The Thing. Yes. Which I just watched and was a hoot. Oh my god, what Fantastic. a great movie. Fantastic. What a great movie. So, horror what film. makes what what makes a good horror movie? Mm. What do we need for it to be? Well, and a lot of people tell you that The Thing is not a horror movie. I saw that argument on the internet. It's silly. It is a sci-fi movie and it's a horror movie. Just okay. like Alien. Well, no, the, the horror uh, the horror that I experienced on my uh, was on my recent watch through it was different than the horror of the of the of the scary monster and the effects. And um, spoiler alert, guys! Fast forward fifteen seconds if you don't want to hear what I'm about to say. Um, you guys have seen the, the the thing, everybody here. I have not, but you're fine spoiling it. No, I'm not. you know what? I'm not. No, Mike. I'm not doing that to Mike. I'm not spoiling Mike. the thing for Mike. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. Period. We're moving on. I'm not yeah, even saying it. Yeah, we're not talking it. about the fucking thing. We're, we're not talking about the thing for just the second. Most of the we're horror gonna watch movies that you together. guys discuss, I have not. Most of the great. Okay, I, no, no, no. But I care about the thing. Most so we'll of watch the great that. horror movies are the old trope. And mm-hmm. the thing fits in this mm-hmm. is that the monster is not the monster. It's the humans. The monster is within ourselves. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, so that gets that, that kind of gets to one of the thing like one of my issues with horror that I think a lot of people have is You've never seen the thing. I've never fucker. <laughs> I know. I know. So how can you say you have an issue with it? Sorry, sorry, we're letting him talk. We're letting my cup. Let me explain myself here. Is conflating the genre itself with slasher films. Like, mm. I am not interested in watching... Torture porn. Torture porn. Fuck I, that. I, I no, not, I am not into I, gore. I, Fuck that. Take a step back. You can't put slasher films and torture porn in the same category. And again, this and this, so this goes down to, again, I, I, I am not saying this as a, this is the way it is. This We're is just a perception. <laughs> this is a perception. So this is what I'm coming here to to, to dismiss. We already yelled at you. Uh, yes. Now we're done yelling. Well, I'm the guy that agrees with Mike over here, by the so, way. So, <laughs> I yell at you all fucking like. <laughs> um, So again, you know, I I know you guys f- like all of the, the genre, including some of the more torture porn stuff. Um, Stick it in my veins. Yeah, oh, God. That's, I, I um, and maybe it's just my, my over-empathizing, like, that stuff, like, genuinely upsets me yeah, and makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, just somebody get cut on. Yeah, and, and I know it's not real, and, like, this person is not actually dying, but I, I know, like, for my wife really likes horror movies, there's a catharsis to it in a lot of these situations. Yeah, that's I don't, why I listen to fucking Nails, man. I, I, didn't, I don't get <laughs> that, that much catharsis out of some of them, but, like, you know, there are movies that we've discussed that I like, like Babadook, that that was a really interesting horror movie that was scary as hell, but I did it, it didn't it didn't feel like what I thought a horror movie. So that that was the first horror movie I watched besides um, the Cabin in the Woods remake, which I do fucking love because it's so funny. Um, yes. But those are the two horror movies that like made me think, okay, maybe I misunderstood this genre. So what are the elements you need to have in a horror movie for it to be mm. good? That's that's. Do you want to answer that, Carter? Mm. Okay, um, actually. Go okay. ahead. So the first thing I think you need to understand about horror movies is horror movies 
have multiple genres. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the ones you like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They're really good horror movies. They're not gross like Hostel. They're not slasher movies. But there's this whole deep echelon of craziness in horror movies. And it's fun yeah. to watch because, like, if you don't like torture porn, just don't watch it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like slasher movies, skip that. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. There are... Because there's really fun, crazy... Yeah. Gory stuff. There's uh, non-gory stuff. There's just creepy stuff. Let's talk about the different types of horror. And 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 I love this. I love this because um, yeah, th this is this is bigger than genre. Um, we're talking about the meaning of the word horror. So, and, and, and horror as you experience it. I'm talking about the word, guys, and, and I love how this dovetails with the actual genres that, that Carly's bringing up. Mm -hmm. Because there's the horror at watching someone getting diced up. That's horror. That is. Yeah. But then... You could have an existential horror, yeah. going back to that trope that, that, that Theron was talking about of, is the man the monster? Where you're watching a character that you like and respect and are rooting for, and then maybe all of a sudden at the end of the movie you realize, he was the guy that was fucking it all up to begin with by, yeah. by being him, you know? And that and, and like that's a totally different horror right there. So your different genres, yeah, you have your... Heady, They're very descriptive. They're you, very real. You have your heady stuff, like Baba Duke, It Follows. I would put Black Swan in this category. Really? We disagree on that. I don't think Black Swan is I need to watch movie. Black Swan now because this is a very interesting disagreement no, to have a about a movie. It's not a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, my I say why not both? Uh, there is sci-fi horror, um, which is like, that. That's that's I like my sci-fi horror. Event Horizon, Event represent. Horizon, sure. And Alien, uh, the uh, Alien is a horror movie. Aliens and Alien Three and Alien Resurrection are not horror movies, okay. but Alien is a is a Alien Resurrection is just. Stupid. I mean, in a lot of you ways, you have your slasher <laughs> movies that were started with Halloween. Well, and, well, really started with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then uh, well, I would Friday say the 13th, there's a difference between the suspense Halloween thriller. Halloween just kind of perfected it. I would well, like to say there's a difference between category. the suspense thriller of Halloween and the people are getting chopped up in a house of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, the thing about Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in like 77, 78, before the slasher genre really started. And I don't know if you've, if you've watched it as an adult, it's an art piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When Leatherface is the sun setting and he's just screaming and Swinging ripping his chainsaw through the air, like it's kind it's of art. gorgeous filmmaking. It is. On top of everything else, what? And you feel horror. And you feel I, true oh no, it's absolutely horror. Terrifying. And it is horrifying, it's but it's it's kind of gorgeous in its own right. And it what is I a feel film. like dulled down a lot of. Um, the appreciation of the form was in the early to mid 2000s mm -hmm. everything got remade there was a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre there was a new Friday there was a new and they were all disposable nightmare and it was all disposable garbage that was just flash in the pan and what and, and robbed the genre of, of its artistic thoughtfulness that of its legitimacy. And and I'm not saying all everything in the 80s and 90s was artistic and thoughtful. No, there was a bunch of trash, and a lot of that trash is really fun. But there were, at the roots of it, whether you go from Hitchcock or whatever, that they played on 
societal and personal psychological fucking fears. I think you saying that out loud, though, Theron, is part of an awareness that's growing throughout um, fan the fan bases, the, the consumer, the consumer base, and and the producers of this stuff. There isn't a growing awareness that we just went through a period of just crank it out, sell it out, popcorn bullshit. And, and hey, that shit can be fun. Oh, and it's fun. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. But um, but we are getting towards stuff that, that touches on the true horror of our society that we live in, like It Follows. And stuff like that. The, like, the, the, uh, the horror of sexual... Like Black Mirror. Transmitted, yeah. The show that... Yeah. That started oh, Black by Mirror. Taking over that's legit. That, by that, that's popular. That's all about our dependence upon technology and how that leads to horrific ends. That show Each episode, like, for people who don't like horror, but, like, enjoy Black Mirror, I'm like, Black Mirror is horror. That is what, that is what this genre is. I I actually would disagree. Okay. I feel like Black Mirror is way more sci-fi leaning than horror. Mm. But why not both? No, I agree with you. I think it can be both. I don't think Black Mirror is. I never feel... Would you, scared when I watch Black Mirror. Would you say that it's just the more that in I, the genre of sci-fi horror? I feel like it's more sci-fi than I, horror. Okay, mm-hmm. so I feel a different different type of scared when I watch Black Mirror than I do watching a jump scare movie. It's a when I watch Black Mirror, I'm like scared that this is how we're gonna end up, or this is how we already are. Which is always what Black Mirror is. <laughs> like this is. We are because our politicians do this and it is fucking terrifying. Our politicians do fuck pigs, <laughs> right? But like we already are caught up in this. But whatever horror can take on as a genre many different forms, mm. and 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 the best horror when it comes to uh, um, movies is the most prevalent form. But it's about pointing out those big weaknesses and pointing at them. And pushing that finger into that wound as deep as you fucking can. Mm. And making you feel real squeamish and uncomfortable about it. That's what the best horror is to me. What is it to you? I agree with you. I also think horror is how far can I push this? (laughs) Yeah. And, And... I'm saying this as someone who has seen The Human Centipede. Oh, God, no. And it is, how far can I go that people will still watch this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why, but that makes me so excited. That's like an ancient circus impulse. I love that. That's fun. And I I hate hate it. I I wouldn't go watch it. I I love that it's there. And and there's also, though, on more of a popcorn uh, fair rating, it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. When you get to the top of the roller coaster ride, you feel scared, and then you fly down the hill, and then like, and, and then it's so fucking scary, and it's really exciting, and then at the end you're fine, and you laugh with your friends, and you get to go home, mm-hmm. and like that's a fun horror experience as well. Just the visceral feel of a a final destination. You, you know what I'm a, I'm a, I'm about to do. I'm about to do this conversation briefly, and I'm going to lampshade it so so it doesn't derail things. I'm going to do to this conversation what I always hate gets done to conversation. I'm going to I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about people getting triggered, but not I'm, but not to insult it or to make fun of it like I usually sure. do on every other no, topic. I feel you, bro. Because um, because you know you, you go home and it didn't happen to you. 
you know, some of this stuff did happen to, to people. Um, obviously, getting your asshole sewn onto somebody's face didn't happen to people. Right. But, um, <laughs> imagine, imagine if you had, um, imagine if you had had asshole surgery at all, though. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry to laugh. I have a better example for I've you. had asshole surgery. And then maybe you But, like, and it. that's why I didn't want to watch that, 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 that movie. And, uh, there, there are two, there are two <laughs> movies I'm thinking of. One is Last Door on the Left, and one is I Spit on Your Grave. These movies are about rape. Oh, but mm. the hills have eyes too in there as well. And then the rapists. There's not nuclear zombies and then, in people's real and then experiences. The victim well, of, there is a very violent rape scene. Oh boy. And then the victim of the rape ends up killing the rapist. Yeah, and then it's revenge porn. Yeah. I get the problems with that because I feel like that can be. I get the purpose of it too. I get the purpose of it for sure, but because it gets at a thing, but at the same time. With a couple of those movies that I just mentioned, it makes me a little bit, like, uncomfortable just because I'm like, this feels a little exploitative of something that well, and really the, pe- the people that I know that absolutely fucking loved that movie, and I'm talking about uh, Spit on Your Grave, the yeah. rape-revenge rape form, uh, porn feature, as it were, and so, were people so, that had experienced sexual abuse or assault or that type of and thing my, and wanted to experience that catharsis of the revenge. Me and my boys watched that. I had to pause it and fast-forward through the rape shit. Yeah, I can't. Because I was like, it's me and a bunch of dudes I don't wanna, watching a movie. I don't want to watch that. We're not just going to sit here and watch this. Yeah, no. So two questions. Is Hard Candy... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And the, so that have you seen Hard Candy, Carly? Uh, Hard Ca- Candy is about a teenage girl who befriends an older man who's a photographer. Who's a photographer? Who's a pedophile? We watched this in college, and then oh, she pretends to it gets rapey, and then she fucking torture porns. No, him that's definitely a for the rest movie. of the movie. That's a horror movie. Absolutely. The other yeah. one, yeah, original Jurassic Park. Absolutely. Oh, no. No, 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 that's an adventure movie. I, I, I like that's that. That's an action-adventure movie. Action-adventure, 100% I'm on Carly's side. It's not a horror movie. Cool. I They're think... big, cool, fun monsters. Absolutely. And I, I agree that it's an action-adventure movie and it's a suspense movie and all of that. It is a monster horror movie the same way that Godzilla and Jaws are monster horror movies. Uh, Jurassic Park is a horror, is the classic horror trope of don't fuck with nature. Okay, actually, I'm changing Just, my mind because I'm thinking about Jaws. No, I don't. I don't consider Jaws a horror movie. It is. I don't. No, it's. I do. The, the only thing that's like horror in that is the horror of losing your child. Like I don't. Uh, Which is pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, and it's one I mean, character I think, experiences okay, it for like twenty Jaws? minutes on screen. So, I, I Jaws I think of as a horror movie because it gets to one of the most fundamental fears that almost everyone has. Which is being in water that you can't see the bottom. Mm-hmm. When you go to the beach that, and you can't is, see what's I below can't, you, I, that's I a little bit like, Go watch so the you. first like twenty minutes where that girl is in the water and it's dark and she's okay. dragged down. I think that it's there are horror terrifying. elements to that movie. I don't think it is a horror film in total. So I think that that's one of the issues yeah, sure. with the genre of horror is. Well, it's like blues. You being can scared anything that doesn't mean that it's a blues album. Right. Being scared is a great form of narrative tension in mm-hmm. any kind of story. It's it's almost part of narrative tension is being not knowing what's going to come next. Yeah. And so I can see how for some people, you know, for me, the bits when they're running around in the underground trying to get the power back on 
in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's there, that, there's that a, a horror, horror sequence element to yeah. that. that. That's a sequence. That is a horror sequence in an action and they can get adventure grabbed film. Grabbed by a monster at any time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the fear of unknown monsters getting me. The fear in Jaws of. I don't know what's well, no, in there. Let's and when they're out in that boat and they're alone and there's no one who can possibly fucking help them and it's going under and there's a 35-foot fucking shark mm-hmm. that you know is somewhere in their water, that is that is horrifying. And okay. I'm just, me okay. and my wife are just sitting here smiling. Yeah. Like, this is what we love. Like, and I'm just like, oh. No, can we watch that movie again? That was amazing. Okay. And, and I'm, sitting, right I'm sitting there with Theron and, and Theron's one of my bros and, and he's like, and he loves this horror stuff. In my experience, and uh, in this day and age, making this kind of uh, call based on the odds of what you've seen, you know, ain't popular. But ladies like horror because they like to feel scared. That is that's a that's a stereotype at least that I hear a lot that ladies like. Horror. I mean, my wife loves the genre. My I... wife loves it. Um, it's a classic dating scenario. Yes, yes. You take a you take a girl out to a horror movie. The, see, and the she's gr- going to grab onto your see, arm. See, I think the she's girls maybe they like the positive hand. experience of the, of getting taken to a date maybe in Is in, that in, in the olden case? days. You're looking at me like Theron Did watches horror movies. I watch them by myself. <laughs> She does. Like, I watch more horror movies right now no. than Theron. Because I'm busy fucking... He's busy reading Star Wars. But, like, I'm not watching <laughs> I watch horror movies even though I don't like time. them out of consideration so what, to watch them with my wife, yeah. What 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 draws you to horror? Is it just that, that adrenaline rush? Is it... Um, is it the catharsis at the end? It's kind of a little bit of everything. Mm. Like, I love the feeling of being scared, but I've watch so many horror movies and like I can kind of tell you what's going to happen before it's going to happen but yeah. I still love that feeling but I'm also the person who like just casually watches Hostel for fun No. so like I God. love the blood and guts and gore like I, I don't know I just get a kick out of it I think it's fun to watch and people have always liked the macabre we have these festivals these religious festivals where you dance around with skeletons and shit in, in, in these cultures and stuff this is an essential part well, of the you've human seen experience it. well and also in the west we have completely rejected our relationship with death mm-hmm. that that societies have had for centuries and that type of thing where, where you embrace it and it's a part of your life where you know you go down to Peru in, in your National Geographic article where they keep the mummy with the family yeah. all we, uh, oh, for yeah. like a year or something after the and fact. And that's what's made all these great American horror movies is because we've we don't do that to separate because, ourselves from yeah. it and so... We, We've got to get so it back. Film creators get to play with that. Oh, I would man, say that's fun. There, there is one big exception to this, um, and that if you yeah. think about it, passion plays are torture porn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that is mm-hmm. just watching Jesus be tortured for X number of hours, and then at the end we say, and later he comes, <laughs> he comes back. But you don't, you don't. But it's to serve some end. That's sure, the sure. Thing like uh, what, what. What what end did Hostel serve aside from amusement? <laughs> Very little. Um, Hostel was about some dude bros who met their end, and I don't know. It's kind of satisfying, honestly, to You're watch not, them you because hate you all hate of the characters. them. You oh, want them God. to be tortured. This is actually really interesting uh, from uh, from uh, the narrative of the country situation because we're, you know we're a bunch of nerds. It's a bunch of Americans. I was I was a bully in school, but then I wasn't. It's a bunch of American type bully 
frat kids yeah. that go to Amsterdam to party and yeah. then they get dismembered. And then to and the point that you start to feel bad. Well, and that. in America, I feel like we got to where we felt these these people that we just casually dislike deserved to get tied <laughs> down and chopped to right. bits. Right, and like, maybe, yeah, maybe that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like that's my, my issue with the, the torture porn genre and slasher films to a lesser extent is like I'm all too aware especially because of my job how cruel and fucked up human beings are mm-hmm. I do not need to be reminded of that I do not need a visceral connection to the horror that is inside the human soul mm-hmm. I like movies that explore the horror that is the human condition because there are some really horrible ways that being human just is the the, yeah. the I've just constant had loneliness cut on me too fucking much to watch that shit and the thing about the horror movie genre as a whole is it has something for everybody yeah and but I I appreciate and I don't want to I'm getting into the oh it's not fair that you like this because I'm no. scared I don't I had a negative life experience no uh, I I appreciate heady yeah sci-fi or sci-fi and horror that are really any genre and so yeah sci-fi too that pushes upon those human flaws well and and pushes the boundaries like carly was saying exploits them and that goes for sci-fi or horror or really any genre like Star Wars doesn't do that. Star Wars is just fantasy escape. Well, and wouldn't you love to see but a horror my, film set in that setting? But my favorite sci-fi movies are like 2001, Ex Machina, Her, um, other sci-fi movies that push on that fucking thing that you don't want to fucking talk about. And that is what horror is so good at. It's pushing that fucking button. but And, and it can be very... I sound like an asshole by saying intellectual, but it can be intellectually fulfilling. No, but at the same time, I also enjoy hack and slash fun rides with bunch of jump scares. That I get on a roller coaster, I have fun with Jason Voorhees, and then I get off the roller coaster, and that's that. Yeah, and like I can have both. The only genre that legitimately fucks me up is body horror. That shit terrifies me. Slither. Just any, yeah, any, any of these. It's a great horror. Which has a comedic bent to it, but it's still horrifying, and it's not body horror though. Oh, what is um? Body horror is like your body. uh, A a cure for wellness that came out recently. Tusk or like the fly. Yeah, fly. A movie where your body body dysmorphia. And your body's fucked up, or well, in the cut centipede, upon. the the human centipede. Yeah, yeah. that's body horror. Yes. For sure. yeah. um, did you guys see? Um, I think it was Red State by Kevin yep. Smith. Absolutely. That is the most upsetting horror movie I've ever oh, watched. That's and just like a just very terror, and it's not torture porn. It's not, but it is just like oh my. Fuck, like Jesus! What I love, and this yeah. is what I—I'm sorry, uh, real quick. This is what uh, I absolutely love about horror, even though I'm not a fan of the genre, is how, re- and I've already touched on this, is how really relevant it is. Is it illustrates the, really what's going on in our head about how we want to chop up the bros, apparently, or how we think that these red states are a horror. 
to behold, you know? But yeah, the values of my family. And I say we, I'm talking... Deliverance. You know, deliverance, yeah, that, that's... that. Yeah, yeah. Um, deliverance is a horror movie in its own right. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I think that's interesting, because I like horror movies for the total opposite. For me, it's like escapism. Yeah, mm. just gives you an adrenaline rush. It's almost like fantasy, like, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Jason Voorhees. Like, if this didn't happen in real life... Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand Texas Chainsaw was based off of something that's not a no, full did, well, true story. I sure. understand that. But like Jason Voorhees or Freddy, like, it's almost an escape because it's like, it's creepy and it's fun and you can enjoy it. Didn't happen in the real world. Yeah. And it's easily avoidable, which uh, The Ringer wrote uh, a cool article today about the best uh, horror movie villains. And we should talk about that a bit. Um, because their whole point was... Like, the best horror movie villains are not those of the 50s and 60s, where, like, you just avoid the haunted castle. It's not, <laughs> you just don't go there. You just there. don't go there, yeah. Home invasion movies, Yeah, though, you can't escape it. And... I don't like that. Satan movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why Halloween is so terrifying, because it's just it's a, a normal suburban movie. street yeah. where some guy just shows up and kills people. And Which, that's every street in America. And, and that anywhere. happens in the real world. Yeah, and it's horrible. Well, and uh, no, and and the reason why that that be, that why that struck that chord at the time is because the average American uh, suburbanite was suddenly subjected to this growing crime problem and 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 and, and all this stuff. And I had the exact same conversation that we're having right now about getting different things out of these uh, out of these cultural works with my wife literally last night about religion. And here we are talking about horror films and drawing the same conclusions. It's not that different. I'll, and 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 you can be cynical. No, no, you can draw that cynically, way. or you could say it. I'm in, not in, and, and I took it. I took it not cynically, though. Cool. I heard it not cynically, and 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 you could take it either way. And you, the viewer at home, you can do it either way, and that's what's fun. Listen, um, but it, isn't it absolutely great though that uh, that, uh, that 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 this cross sections so much because I think. It, that's what's so... It's a horror's powerful. It gets down to what's really going on inside us. Exactly. The it's best a, horror does. It's a lizard brain reaction. I mean, that's... Yeah. You feel fear before you have, your conscious brain is aware of what's scaring And you. thinking about the politics of it is a way that I get away from the horror of it. And you know what? Religion is horrifying. Or at least uh, Abrahamic religion is, where you Absolutely. burn cities and stuff. Oh, yeah. The Old Testament's... Mortifying. Yeah, uh, and I'm an Old well, Testament guy. Well, back when guy. the Old Testament was written, life was... Sucked. It was horrifying. Death, motherfucker. Well, and guess what? That's like, coming it back or it, is, or it never went away. But, um... Rape, but yeah, murder, exactly. these things, all the time. Well, no, and, and you read through all these horrifying things, and you either dig down into it and and draw those things from it, or you have to get up above it and draw these grander political conclusions from it. And uh, so, and and that's that's the same thing that's going on with these horror films. Yeah, it's, I, not, I, it's it's not even that's the same. It's exactly like yeah. Have you seen The Exorcist? The <laughs> Nun just came out this year. The Conjuring, movies, yeah. like demon movies. These things overlap so much. Movies, they're terrifying. Yeah. I'll say this: there's a reason that in the Bible, it's a snake in the Garden of Eden. Uh, it's a snake. Is not scary. a teddy bear. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a teddy bear. It wasn't a bunny. It wasn't a teddy bear. Horror yeah. It was that always, fucking serpent. Horror has always 
drawn played a part in our psychology mm-hmm. and our adaptation or evolution yeah. or whatever well, you want to call it. And if, and if you're real religious and you're at home listening, and uh, uh, why did the devil take the form of the snake? Because it was scary. You know, you just got, you know, flip it around and try and hear it the way, you know, so sure. it makes sense. Uh, it, sure. You know, for, it, it was either yeah. a narrative choice or it was a real thing that makes good narrative sense. I, mean, I was mowing the grass today. I saw a fucking snake out there. It fucking gave me the willies. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why did the devil pick it? Because it was fucking scary. That's why. <laughs> so, um... It's like, eat the they should make a fucking horror movie about oh no the, the fall no there are so many movies in the old testament but I, I'm I'm trying I'm steering this into being another fucking god episode like I've done before, um so 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 what we should do, in our last like ten minutes of yeah. this or so, um favorite horror movie okay or you can list a couple if you want yeah. um I want to go, go first just because I'm excited I've been sitting on yeah. it here and and this touches on what I'm uh my the the the, the classic effects. Those classic horror movie and effects. Oh, uh, and 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 in the thing, you know, that's the classic example. That is the example. But but for and me, they used reverse stop go animation. Oh my god! Is that the trickery and stuff? But no, and no. it's glorious. But, but, but mine, my my favorite is uh, is uh, Herbert Strange Reanimator, or, or Herbert. God damn it! I it's Reanimator. Never it's just Reanimator. Seen that. So good. It's it's uh, it's, it's based Cthulhu. on the Lovecraft short story. Yes. Well, no, no, it's not Cthulhu mythos. But it's it, it, Lovecraft. It, 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 it's it's uh, it's Eldritch it's in that Horror. same universe, but it he doesn't Eldritch. dip into it in yes. that story. But um, I've never watched that. Movie. I mean, I'm not giving away anything. You've seen the poster. He's a scientist that comes up with a serum that brings shit. You know, zombies shit. You yeah, know? you can't spoil it. Yeah, you can't spoil that basic part of it. But it's so like cheesy, corny. Uh, what, what's the word? What's pulp? Maybe, yeah. but there's this word Pulpy. for it. Is good. There's another word that I'm failing to come up with. Camp. Camp. Campy. It yeah. is the camp ridiculous horror movie, and also it's a just a great um, uh, horror movie effect movie. So that's mine. So Casey had just said. Yeah, I just finished up. Okay. Your so favorite. I'm gonna open up a whole new can of can of worms here. Oh. Um, my favorite horror media would probably be the original Bioshock game. Oh. Horror games, I love. No. The, the the movies, not as much, but Bioshock and like the different layers. I don't want to start a whole fucking thing here. I just want to say real quick, Resident Evil 2, man. That is the classic for me, video game wise, as far as horror. That is, that is a That is a good horror movie as a video game. Bioshock okay. has got the horror of being in the deep dark ocean. Yeah, you've got body horror in yeah. some of the, the the twisting that goes on with the uh, I forget what I'm thinking of uh, oh, Bioshock it's Infinite now. It's the, 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 uh, uh, there's body or horror, but yeah, there's body horror. There's psychological horror. Mm-hmm. There's political horror. So much suspense. It, it's yeah. There's jump scares that are good, and then there's just it's moments where you're walk into a fucking room with a baby cradle, and you can't see the baby, but there's shit written in blood on the walls, and it's just like ah. And on top of all that, it's sci-fi perfect. horror too for yes. us nerds. Yes. It's, it's everything, man. I absolutely agree with you. Video games are the next level of horror. Because you're in it, man. Yes. And you're you in can it. die. With zero consequences, but you can die. And like, and I think that extra layer of immersion, like yeah. having a choice mm-hmm. in a hopeless Playing situation. In the dark, man. Like, Turn off all the wait, fucking lights wait, in wait, your wait. house. Oh, yeah. oh, God, let us not forget Silent Hill. 
Silent the Hill. The original? And I'm talking PlayStation Pyramid graphics, Head. man. Shitty-ass PlayStation graphics, original Still PlayStation. Scary. I think I played that game for 20 minutes and just went like this, like, through the controller in the air, just like, I'm done! Exactly. Nope, 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 nope. Fucking exactly. Doom, the original 3D remake... My friends and I, we brought a Bible, a Quran, and a Torah in when we played it, just to cover our bases. It was, it was great. I don't know. Horror video games, they speak to me the way you guys talk about the movies speaking to you. It just like, there oh, is a catharsis. Yeah. Way to go, Mike. Uh, so, oh, that was a good, that was a good reply. But, you still horror gotta, movie. You still or gotta say horror it. movie. You still gotta say it. If I had to pick, it's probably Babadook. It's probably... Babadook's really good. It just, it, it took me to a place that I was not expecting. It did things with the genre that I did not... I didn't even know were within that genre. Well, and it's about parenting, which, which is, is hard. Yeah. And it's also about being a kid. Yep. Which is one of the scariest fucking things ever. Yep. That's something that, as adults, we don't... Appreciate. ...address properly. Because really think back hard to when you were a kid. Because we tell kids, you got it made... You don't have to pay any bills. You can do whatever you want. You got it made. But think back when you were a kid. You're terrified. Well, how... How fucking... Those fucking monsters. Did man. you feel? It is a scary time. It is. It can be dark. It has like the two... It can be confusing. It has the two things that I think are essential to, to the genre. It has the unknown... Because you don't fucking know shit. And the loss of control. And the loss of control. Yeah. You have no control over your your settings. You have some bodily autonomy. But even then, your parents <laughs> at any time can take that away from you and say, no, you're doing this with your body. Like, the experience of being a child, the experience of having someone who's three times your size just come over and pick you up, or God help you if you see your parents angry over something, even if it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. you. Like... It is a really scary experience, and, and it's under... But because we hold children in this very positive, pure light, oh, we never yeah, want yeah. to talk about... Isn't it about. so great to be a child? And that's why movies like Baba Duke nail it. Yes. Because yeah. it's scary to be a kid. And we don't and, talk about it. And we don't talk about it. We are all are like, oh, our adulthood is so hard. Right. Mm -hmm. The tasks we have to do as adults are a little more complicated and grand. Absolutely. And the and consequences are the higher point, stakes. But it's but, just like... I think you Childhood can make, is not all you fucking crack it up to do. I think there could absolutely be a really strong horror movie. I mean, like, kind of like Carrie, where it's yeah. about it's about people treating you like <coughs> shit. No? What, what do you have to say about that? I think there is a line that has been drawn in horror movies where you, you don't do that to kids. Kids can be creepy. They yeah. can be they can be like the omen. The yes. kid can be the monster, but the kid can't be the one being scared. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Which that all, it's that all about crossing line lines. They though. cross with now though. They you can, can cross, cross the line. They, they all do, the time. but but it's it's not done all the time. It's something that is like it's special. A shock. It's like it, that is the shocker now. But like mm. most people don't do that. They don't mess with kids in horror movies like that because that's just, that means that's, that, all the way back. That means it's all gonna happen at once. Poltergeist. Yeah, and it's messed up and it's terrifying because it's this poor little kid. It's a special case. But well, that's like a family movie and it's also, a great movie. Also, they never show her scared. Yeah. She's never terrified by what she's seeing. Mm, she doesn't she's understand always a part what's of it, going even. on. A scared, whimpering kid will hit you it, more like It's a line that horror movies... Because we can they, all that relate not to that. That makes that me line. think it's you're going to get a bunch of them at once. That kind of makes me think I you, th you, I you mean, might get a bunch. I feel one of them... 
and then and it'll do and well, the and then you'll get a whole genre. Yeah. There'll be a million. It'll be yes. a it'll be a fucking genre. Yes. My God. I mean, in Hostile too, they fucking killed a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus. They didn't dismember him, but they shot him. It oh, they better not fucking start showing that like shit. In the streets. It but it was... It was, it, it was you know exactly what yes, I'm talking about, though, and it was very jarring. Yes, oh, wow. but how many times has that been copied? Mm. Not many. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah she has a point. It's not a thing that happens in horror movies yeah. because it's a line that people don't well, cross. Going back to my, my mentioning of, of Doom, the scariest enemies were the cherubs, which are these terrifying little bug things with baby faces. Mm. And like, yeah, no, you're crossing the wires too much in my yeah, head. That's another yeah. thing that horror does a lot, scary kids. Yes. Oh, speaking of crossing wires, though. Scary kids is great. Uh, 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 gross, scary, sexy. Like the, in, in, in Silent Nurse, they, the, the, it, they have the sexy nurse that's also a zombie that's gross. Oh, uh, you can go, go all the way back to The Shining in 1980 with the lady in the bathtub. They're oh, constantly so missing. Missing sex and horror is very effective. Yeah, because, because you don't want those things to touch. You because do not you, want them. you open up people to a visceral reaction mm-hmm. with the sex, mm-hmm. and then you put in the fucking body horror, and yeah. it just is like... It just makes the whole dagger into yeah. cock. Into all into kinds of open, Wound, yeah. Cock hole. So my favorite. The front of the cock. Movie, you see, you, you put see. it. You put the knife in it. Is probably, and I thought about this while I was using. Casey's getting his homoeroticism out. <laughs> cock right now. I'm sorry. Go on, Darren. I'm sorry. I thought Darren. about this while I was using the restroom. Um, and I like a lot together. of horror movies. But my favorite is one that we talked about um, a bit already. Uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Oh, okay. It is a horror movie about horror movies and yes. about everything that we're talking about, where it is about a ritual. Yes. That horror movies entertain in us, where it makes us scared of things that matter. Right. And it is a play on all of that. Mm. And it is about the ritual of humans scaring the hell out of ourselves. That's yes. And. It does it in a comedic way. It does it in a scary way. It does it in a fucking Eldritchian fucking crazy mm, way towards the yes. end. It's a stoner movie. It's a... It, it has good acting, good characters. Like... It touches... Yeah, it's a really good movie. I love... The, it's one of my favorite movies playing flat out. I love that movie. I can't believe I'm I can watch it. that movie all the time. But like... Right, you're gonna show me favorite uh, horror movie for yeah, sure. And, well, it also does okay. something really yeah, well, special. It, is that it makes fun of characters in horror movies? Yes, absolutely. Because there is the Scream did sexy that. girlfriend, yes. and there is the stoner, and there's the jock, and <laughs> but the, they make fun of them in such a way that's like if you love horror movies, you get these characters instantly. Also, it's amazing. They're called Daphne. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm not, Shaggy and, and Fred. And by I'm the not going to ruin it for you, but this movie sets up like a exactly what it's called a cabin in the woods where kids get scared. It's and then, and we're not going to ruin it for Casey, it goes to another level yeah, you that know. you will not see coming. Okay, and then it delves into that level for like 45 minutes <laughs> and it's 
fucking so okay. cool. Okay, you can spoil it, the structure. It, <laughs> spoil it, it plays no. with the tropes so really well. So spoil the structure, but I've seen no, I'm still this gonna movie have a good time. I'm, I'm you, still gonna you have, have a good time. No idea. What's no, I know it's. I, yeah, and I'm just not gonna think about it's it, so awesome. I don't overhype it in my head. All right, so okay, okay, so we cabin in the woods for Theron. Cabin Theran. in the woods, probably. All right, yeah. and officially, I am technically the fucking host of this show, so now I'm gonna throw it to Carly. <laughs> Close us out, Carly. What you got? So, my official favorite horror movie of all time is Halloween. Oh, the... Okay. Fundamental. Fundamental. Hard to debate. It's very scary. It has great creepy music. There's mm-hmm. lots of, like, weird, like, slow-moving things. There's suspense, a scene where there's suspense. a car that's driving by these three girls walking home from school, and this car drives, and then screeches to a stop, and then backs up and it's just like heart-wrenchingly oh, scary like possible it's, it's horrifying and it could happen to anybody mm-hmm. however i do have to put two honorable mentions on this mm-hmm. please do uh the first please. one is jaws yes okay. that has to be an honorable mention and uh my second one which is just my personal would be hellraiser <gasps> yeah hellraiser hellraiser is was like hellraiser. i think the precursor to torture place. I wish Kyle the stonery weirdness I watched of Hellraiser also it has that stop go animation that they do backwards same as <laughs> in the thing and it's yes. incredible it's another one I it's That's fucked fun. up and creepy it's so creepy and so terrifying but it's looks also so unnatural. it's a slow burn horror movie mm-hmm. because you start watching it and you're just like what is happening in this movie yeah. it just, no storyline you line. just keep getting more I disoriented why does this lady look like David Bowie. Exactly. Where's why that guy's lady, skin? Why is this David Bowie lady getting laid by all these random dudes? Like, that's happening. I don't know. And then you just keep watching it, and you're just like, oh. Is the, oh. What sights I can show? And then, <laughs> and then the head shows up and says, we have such sights to show you. And you're just like, I am so glad I watched this whole movie, because this is incredible. In, in, in Event Horizon, there's uh, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park is 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 basically Hellraiser. And, and, and he's just like, where we're going, you don't need eyes to yes. see. <laughs> oh, real quick, as long as we're doing honorable mentions, guys, we were all outside talking about Rosemary's Baby being one of the best. Oh, God, so I seen it. Roman Polanski. Now, that's a beautiful that film. It's ass. like, it's barely even, fo- it's a horror, but, uh, but it's, like, it's a beautiful a film. Also, you want to talk about rape scenes. Film. Oh. She gets raped by, like, the devil. <laughs> Hey, and so, uh, real quick speed round. Movie, or scene from a movie that fucked you up as a little kid doesn't have to be from a horror movie, and then we'll wrap it up. So I'll start. I have uh, two mentions. First, Heffalumps and Woozles from Winnie the Pooh. Scared the fucking shit out of me. Second, um, in Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where... Dude takes out dude's heart. Hooked up the jada, 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 hooked up the jada. Could not handle that shit. Next. To this day, I am in my 30s. I have still never watched that scene in the show. I don't know why. It's not even that bad. I know, it's not bad at all. about the fact that I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid, I'm still so freaked out to see it. Fucking fuck me up, man. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, mine is Dante's Peak. 
Mm. And it's the scene where the grandma jumps out of the yep. boat in the acid lake oh, and pulls yes. the family across the lake, and then her legs just have like holes in them, and it's just yes. terrifying. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep that night. I put the lights on and I cried my I watched eyes. that in a hotel with my best friend. It was my birthday party, and my parents took me to a hotel. And we got to swim in the pool and rent a movie that night and watch that. It, that oh, fucking shit gave me nightmares. Casey. Oh, um, without a doubt, when I was a kid, the It uh, miniseries yes. was uh, happened on TV, and, and it wasn't the original playthrough, I don't, I'm pretty damn sure, and, and they, they like really, pro- I remember they promoted it all week ahead of time, and, and it came on, and, and it was just playing, and my parents just had it playing, because like, if you're an adult, you can just kind of sit through it, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it was the fact... And I can't pick one instance in the movie, one scene, but it was just the fact that nobody else could see it in front of you, right in front of you. It would be going on right in front of you and this other person, and the other person could not see it. That's a fucking statement, bro. Yeah, that the absolute horror of that. And, and I think the earliest part where you get to actually see that in the miniseries, and so I'll assume that I just saw that, and, and that was the is start and end of it, is in the library, I think. They, they get together in the library, and it finally shows up and starts popping bloody balloons in people's faces, and they're just sitting there typing, and the bloody balloon pops with the horrifying circus music right in front of their face, and they've got blood dripping off of their face, and it's that shitty, cheesy, 90s, bright red, shitty TV blood, but it's dripping off their face, and they're just typing right along, and you can see it, and and the main character that, that can also see it, can see it, and there's, and, and then that main character is, is like, th- their arms and legs are curled up in their chair, and they're just, and, 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 and the person's just typing away on the computer, and that is what fucked me. And I had to sleep next to my parents' bed for a month. And now, Ooh. that was really good. And that was fun. All right, so... Grand finale, bruh. I got three. Two of them, okay. I don't know what the movies were. Oh, damn. I don't know what the movies were. I, I just caught snippets on the television well, maybe we that my parents it. were watching. So, the first one, this... Some person is controlling bugs. <laughs> and there's a woman... Who this person didn't like laying in bed. She's got a broken foot or something. She can't move, and this carpet of cockroaches comes and eats her alive while she's eating. Like while she's just watching, and she's like, like they don't show. They, you just see the bugs crawling, and she starts screaming. And you see like one of them go in. Like she had a little hole in the in the cast on her foot, and it goes in oh, no. where her toe was poking out. And like you just see her shaking, like. That shit fucked me up. Okay, I Mike, I gotta around. go sleep next to my parents' yes. bed tonight again. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mom, Dad, Mom, 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 I don't know what movie that was. The second one that I don't know what the movie was, um, it's just one quick scene, and it may not have even meant what I thought it meant, but this woman is tied up in a chair, and she's gagged, and they're like spraying her with liquid plastic, and the next shot at the end of that is a mannequin, and I took it to mean they were fucking making a mannequin out of a real person, like just. It's probably like House of Wax. Well, this yeah, was this was like I was six, so I don't mm. think House of Wax existed. Uh, House of Wax is a remake. House of Wax. Okay, it might have been classic uh, House of Wax, on but it was TV. like a mannequin in like the front of a fashion store yeah. or whatever. It was. F- oh my god. Fucked. That that thing terrified me. Number three. Number three. 
Twilight Zone. Oh, Ooh, yeah. classic. I think, I think classic. it's Terror at ten thousand feet or whatever. Yes. Yes. I could With not look Shatner? out. A, I yes. couldn't look out a fucking window at <laughs> night. I still get willies. I'm like, I'm not gonna look out that window because there could be something There's, and it will ruin so my universe. Are you, wing, feet, I, are you, you telling know, me that there was something William, on the wing, Mike? William <laughs> is in an airplane and he sees like a Bigfoot like creature on the wing. It fucks with the plane. No, well, no, it was yes. it was a gremlin. It's like gremlin. Yes, it looks yeah. like a gremlin. It's 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 out there. No one. To your point, no one else can see it. And the the, the one for me That's is when he's one. just sitting there, like almost crying with his eyes closed, and his and fucking it's face right is there. right there in the window. Down. Like to me, the oh, fundamental, bruh. the most horrifying idea is losing touch with, like being insane, mm-hmm. being in an alternate reality where you see shit that no one else sees. That to me is the ultimate terrifying experience because what the fuck do you do? Yeah. Now you're fucked. Yes, that's dude. That's fuck, fucking man. sick. All right. All right. And with that's that, it for Domestic Edition. Casey, you want to sign us out? Yeah. Um, uh, go to uh, domesticedition.com and, and I think I still have that set up to redirect you to the group. Yes. Uh, um, and... Uh, Mike, how, how how can we consume this podcast? Uh, this You're podcast, already consuming it. Yes, this the... podcast is available um, in Anchor, in Spotify, in iTunes, pretty much anywhere that you get any of the big uh, podcasting apps. Wherever we you have find your podcast. Yes. Now, if you're a member, you know about all the groups, or at least a good chunk of them, I assume. And I'm not going to sit here and list them all off to you. Um, I am going to say, because it is the mission... Uh, either join or start your fucking local edition chapter, fellas. Okay, I'm getting sick of there not being local chapters for some of these places, I tell you. Yeah, what you doing in California? I'm not, I, you guys know I don't like to shill. Um, I shill for local. Okay, I yes. shill for local news. I shill for the mission, which is local edition. Um, I also shill for our friends over at uh, Fermenting Opinions. Uh, great guys, good news club stock, I like to say. And they got a podcast of their own and a great news discussion group. Um, that DE recently invaded. Oh, yeah, we, we, we all went over there for a little while and commented on things. Yeah. They had some problems with trolls. I thought we'd help them fight off the trolls. They already had them beat off when we got there. But it was a great time. We loved coming over and uh, chatting it up with you guys. Um, and uh, if that's it, if that's all the business we got, guys... Thank you, Carly, for joining us. It was absolutely lovely. Yo, yo, yo. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. (laughs) See you in the funny papers, fellas. Sadiest way of trying to commit suicide I've ever heard of. It's all right now, darling. I know. But I'm the only one who does know right now.